Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back to your phone calls in a moment. Tom Palisaro released a chart with the all the different scenarios that could play themselves out this week to determine seating in the NFC. There's about 30 different scenarios, right? So that includes, you know, if Minnesota beats Chicago, Dallas beats Washington, Arizona beats San Francisco, the Giants beat Philly, the Rams beat Seattle, and Green Bay beats like all of these scenarios, and then they'll change one game and work its way all the way through, and then you know what your seed would be. Gator, let's let's work our way through this and see what you think the playoffs, how the seeds are going to go in the NFC. Kang, you too. You ready? Who do you think will win the Minnesota-Chicago game? Uh, Minnesota. Where is it played? Doesn't matter. Uh, Minnesota. <laughs> Come on. Field right. isn't even playing. All right. Dallas at Minnesota. Washington. Uh, <clears throat> is Dallas playing for something here? Yes, they are. It so, can be, yes. So Dallas. Cowboys. I mean, it's Sam Howell, a quarterback? Yeah. Okay, so we got Minnesota, we got Dallas, or Heineke and Howell anyway. Arizona at San Francisco. Uh, I mean, is David Blau going to beat San Francisco? God, I hope so. And San, <laughs> San Fran's playing for a potential number one seed. Yeah, yeah, no, it's San Francisco. Yeah, I don't see. Listen, there's going to be upsets this weekend. I know it didn't look like it, but I don't think this is going to be the upset. Niners, uh, the New York Giants at Philadelphia. Um, Jalen Hurts or no? Yeah, he's most likely going to play. No. But the the Giants are allegedly going to rest like all their key players, so I got Eagles all the way in this one. I would agree. Okay. Rams at Seattle. I kind of feel like for the purposes of this exercise, let's just say Rams. Well, here's a, a reason to say Rams. The other day, Bobby Wagner, let it be known that this – this game means a lot to him, mm-hmm. and he's a very he was a very popular player in Seattle with his teammates. I'm sure he's a really popular player with his teammates in in Los Angeles. Um, this game means a lot to him. It means a lot to Baker Mayfield. So you got both sides of the ball represented with having meaning in this game. Yep. 
it should mean an awful lot to Seattle as well, of course. You know, they want to make the playoffs. But even if Seattle wins, they're not guaranteed because of what happens with Detroit and Green Bay. Yep. I like the Rams' chances in this. My my big hang-up on it is Baker Mayfield. Is he good enough to get the job done against Seattle? Seattle has an opportunistic defense. They're young at the corners specifically, but those guys have had pretty good seasons so far. Can they get by? Will they be able to run the ball? They've been able to run the ball better. Can they run against Seattle and kind of control the clock? Mm-hmm. Have we looked at the weather? Have we seen what the weather is going to be like in Seattle? I have not. Well, I'm going to take a gander now because I think that's that matters, right? Yep. Um. So it's uh, – I mean, I'm with you. I, I want to be all about the Rams in this one. Yet because everything's on the line for Seattle, they need to win to stay in. I hate to say it, but I mean – I. I don't think I'm alone. I give I give Seattle the edge, but I like the intangibles going the way for uh, for the Rams. It's supposed to be in the 40s and rain with some uh, little not much wind, less than 10 mile an hour winds. So showers, mid 40s. It's your typical Seattle weather game. This may be me being biased, but I, I think the Rams that win this game. I'm not with you guys on this one. I think the Rams win. The Seattle is running out of gas. They've lost three of their last four. They are they're going to be on fumes. Do they have something to play for? Of course they have something to play for. But I told you a second ago, upsets will happen this weekend. It's the NFL. Last year, when the worst team in the league, Jacksonville Jags, had you know they were playing the Colts, and Colts had everything to play for, win and get in. Guess who won that game? Jacksonville. The Rams win this game. The Rams they're capable of beating anyone. Baker Mayfield, he came in and won in 48 hours, you know, so he can, you know, he hasn't been great since then, but they uh, they can definitely win this game. I think that it's uh, the Bobby Wagner factor, the fact that the Seahawks, like I said, are running out of gas. I like the Rams in this one. This is one of my upsets. Hmm. The, the, the Seahawks are running out of gas. I will agree with you there. And and yet, you know, I I feel like that's a bigger stretch. I think the Rams winning at Seattle is a bigger stretch than the Lions winning at Green Bay. You know, I I, I can be swayed. And I do want to be swayed. Allow yourself to be swayed. Kang has brought up some interesting points. Look at how the teams have played lately. Seattle got a win. Their last win, they, they won the last game, but it was against the Jets. Jets? The Jets are, are not good. They've completely fallen out. Before that, they they got beat by the two playoff teams, Kansas City and San Francisco. They got beat by Carolina. Both those last two games at home, San Fran and Carolina. They beat the Rams. Barely. But barely, right? Barely. And then you look at what the Rams have done. The Rams are basically on the road because they're playing at home. Exactly. (laughs) Baker Mayfield comes out and, and has like, you know, maybe... 12 minutes with the playbook, beats the Raiders. (laughs) Then they go out to Green Bay, and they lose to Green Bay. No shame in that. But then they come back, and they destroy Denver. You know, get your mojo back. The fact that they got smoked last week by the Chargers, that's not necessarily an indictment on the Rams. That may be more of an endorsement about what the Chargers are when they lost 31-10. to Baker Mayfield 
he can still get some things done. That running game for the Rams can still get things done. You look what Seattle has done this year defensively. Is it anything special? No, it's not. They gave up over 150 yards a game on the ground. Doug? Yeah? I have just walked over and sided with Kang. I think the Rams win this game. Join us. I can't. Oh, come on. What the hell? All right, but with that said, if they do win the game and you guys are right and I'm wrong, uh, Philly's the one seed. If everything plays out the way you guys predicted, Philly's the one seed, San Francisco's the two, Minnesota the three, Tampa the four, Dallas the five, the Giants the six, and the Lions and Green Bay will be playing for the seven seed. Winner gets the seven seed to go to San Francisco. There it is, 248-539-9797. I do want to say something real quick, other than Doug, join us. Come on. Um, the owners still have to vote approve this, by the way. And now it's probably going to get approved because they have zero time, basically, to you know to sit and debate this, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's freaking Friday when they decided to come out with these. And it's almost like, hey, just sign off on this. But technically, they still have to approve it. So if and when this does get approved... Then these crazy, I mean, trying to figure out the whole scenario. I hate the coin flip thing. I don't understand the neutral site thing personally, but this is where we're at. And that's why I think the owners are have no other choice than approve it because this is the best that Goodell and the competition committee came up with. Which doesn't mean it doesn't open up the possibility of the eighth playoff team. Yeah, that's the only thing. Apparently, that was never even on the table. Yeah, according Doug, to Adam Schefter. Did you know that Kenneth Walker the third is questionable? Uh Yes. Just adding to it. Yeah, but if they, I mean, again, they have to win. I think he's playing. Right? Wouldn't you expect that? I would expect it, but if he's not if he's 100%, not 100%, then that's, yeah. I mean, you got to, well, he's well, not the same Kenneth Walker. Well, I hope, I, look, I don't wish injury upon anyone. Well, he's already hurt. I, I watched Kenneth Walker try to give it a go. <laughs> I watched him try to give it a go against Ohio State a year ago. It didn't really work out. Not very effective. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Not up in here. It didn't work out. Not up in here. Uh, let's get back to your open line calls. We've got Dan next here on 97 on the ticket. What's up, Dan? Hey, how's it going, boys? Uh, oh, well. I just want to talk about uh, want to talk about Hutchinson, actually, and what you guys think his chances are to get D-Roy. I know Sauce has been great, but we got to talk a little, about, a little bit more about Hutch. And if you think Sauce still has it, what do you think it takes uh, for Hutch in this last game to get it? Well, there's a couple things. For people who don't know, D-Roy refers to Defensive Rookie of the Year. Um, I heard somebody, I don't know if it was Tom Milliken or a caller on the morning show, that said last year, as the season went on and on and on, it built to a crescendo with a huge game for Michigan, and Aiden Hutchinson had three sacks and was dominant in the last game of the year against a, a vaunted rival that his team had struggled to beat. He showed up big time in that Ohio State game. Will Aiden Hutchinson show up big time in a game against a vaunted rival that his team has struggled to beat? Uh, I like the parallels. I like that, you know, creating that that scenario that maybe it brings out the best in Hutch. I think it'll bode very well if it does. Uh, if he has a big game on Sunday night, I think that he's got a great chance to win it. Great chance to win it. 
Nice. Yep. Sounds good. Yep. Gator, what do you make of it? Well, I'm just trying to take a look at, against, um, you know, looking at the division mm-hmm. that Sauce Gardner plays in, um, trying to see how they did against um, the better receivers, how he did against better receivers. The first matchup that they had against Buffalo, uh, Stephon Diggs still had almost 100 yards receiving. Uh, the second time they played, he was shut down. He had three catches for 37 yards. That's pretty impressive to shut him down. Beyond that, um, you know, you look in, inside that division and you've got the Miami Dolphins. Now, Miami, we know, is uh, they've got a couple of outstanding receivers. The Jets got blown out the first time they played at my actually, the Jets blew out Miami the first time they played 40 to 17, although Miami didn't have Tua playing in that game. Tyreek Hill had seven catches, but only 47 yards. Sauce Gardner has had a hell of a season. Yep. He's How had many a interceptions of, does he have? He's got two interceptions. He's got 20 passes defended, and he's got like 69 tackles on the season. He's played every game. I think it's hard. I think Hutch might already have it locked up because he's got the weird, the very weird yes. statistical anomalation of, of leading rookies in interceptions. He's got more interceptions than Sauce Gardner. Well, there's that, but it's it's – it's the sacks, it's the interceptions, it's the the fumbles recovered or forced fumbles. All these things combined, he's what the first player in NFL yeah. history to do this his rookie season, or like in decades or something. Yeah, right? and he's also the number two pick in the draft, and the Lions have gotten a lot of a lot of noise this year. But right? isn't Sauce like the odds-on favorite according to Vegas? He was. I don't. I haven't seen one lately to, to show if that's. And changed. he's like he's leading in Pro Bowl voting, and Hutch is not going to make the Pro Bowl. Yeah, so I think you see that's see. where kind of one voting is is already. You know, Sauce is probably going to win this. My thing is, I think the gap should be way closer. You mentioned all the stuff with Hutch's stats. I mean, he should definitely be in the conversation. I think this should should be much closer than what I think Vegas has it at. I think Vegas has Sauce as the clear runaway. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. We'll get to more of your phone calls and feedback coming up. Next hour, we're getting the keys to the game. It's Carson Anderson, 97.1. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.